when it comes to your finances, you think you've done it all. You've saved, you've researched, and you've invested all that you can. Now it's time to take those investments to the next level by using the brand behind every great investor, Yahoo Finance. As America's number one finance destination, Yahoo Finance has everything you need, whether you're a seasoned trader or just dipping your toes into the market. Join the millions of investors who trust Yahoo Finance to guide them on their financial journey. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit yahoofinance.com, the number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com. What's good, Internet? It is February 13th, and you are listening to Waypoint Radio. I am Austin Walker, and joining me, as almost always, Danielle Riendo. Right Hi. Here. Hi. It's, in, good. it's good to be here. In Brooklyn, in Vice HQ, in Lobby One. Live, live from Lobby One. And uh, also on the line, Patrick Klepek. Patrick Klepek. I'm, okay. I'm here. <laughs> Patrick Klepek. I'm here. Is here with us today. Well... This windy day. Is it windy there? I hear I hear it's windy sometimes in Chicago. <laughs> uh yeah, no, not today. Uh it oh, was okay. yesterday though. So, you mm-hmm. know, I mean, you're close. Yeah. Well, today I almost was like, oh, we should stream from home because I So so last night I woke up at uh I woke up and we didn't have any hot water or not any okay. hot uh, heat. Any hot heat. Any, any hot oh, heat. My favorite no kind of heat. heat. And or I needed it because it's cold right now in New York. How cold? City. What's the cold? It's actually not. It's actually like twenties. It's only like twenties right now. So it's like not. It's cold, it's cold, but it's not the coldest it's been in the last couple of weeks. Okay. So like, yeah, I'm glad it happened last night and not like this time last week. That's right. fair. When it, or this time last week, it might have been it sixty. Was, there were teens. I, I have to understand. In New York in the winter is sixties, teens, sixties, teens. Sometimes somewhere in the middle. Somewhere in the middle yeah. sometimes but but uh, it was one of those things like oh i have to wake up and like make sure and stick around until the heat is fixed and i wanted to record from home because i was just at home and then i went to go like oh let me see how it sounds and my mic was picking up the wind outside so i couldn't <laughs> even blustery day. i couldn't even joke about it so yeah. here we are in lobby one uh how have how was your weekends how are both of your weekends Good, good. I I played a lot of stuff that we can't talk about. Well, that doesn't help. There was a lot of that. that I, help at all. I you know, but I also played a little more Neo. Oh, which was uh, how's that going? Are you sticking with it? I'm you sticking with it to some ship. degree. I didn't jump ship. Hmm, I I want to learn a little bit more. I appreciate your dedication to <laughs> self harm. Like this is, <laughs> I want to do something that I actively dislike in the service of. Well, we're not quite sure yet, but you're, you dislike I it. I know that people really love these games. I know that there is a, a yeah. breaking point. I don't know if I feel like I've, I've done the probably... I was going to say, you've, yeah, you've already proved it. Like, you beat yeah, one I've of these that. games. You, you, you checkboxed right. it. You're good. It's true. You're right. So wait, is this... A, and also, the, the added element of amazing, like, self-hurt here that you're putting yourself <laughs> through is that, like... This is your, it's your birthday today. I know. Happy is. birthday, Thank Danielle. You. Thank you. It's you really could, exciting. You could be doing anything with your birthday, and you decided to play Neo. I mean. A game you're not sure you like at let's all. Be, let's be real. <laughs> I only played, like, another, like, half hour. Oh. Okay. I'm not, like, putting myself through torture. I'm okay. just, like, dipping in, being like, just want to see. Only 68 hours to go. <laughs> oh, good. <laughs> if I play half an hour a week. Yeah, you know, you'll be fine. I'll, you'll be fine by the time Donald Trump is no longer president. 
exactly. One day you'll get through. One day I'll be there. <laughs> One day we'll all get on a, on the other side. Is Trump the last boss of Neo? Has anyone gotten there yet? <laughs> oh God! I don't know. Like I, we'll see. I hope he is. Trump's been hanging out with know. people in Japan lately, or not in Japan, from Japan lately. Yes. So maybe there's like a cross cultural exchange <laughs> situation. Is that Trump like did, did the yeah did did uh, the, uh, the when they came to visit this weekend? Did they bring a copy of Neo? To, of like, Neo you know, sometimes like, hey, it's like an exchange of gifts. I would, you know what? Here, do this. I'd pay to watch Donald Trump play Neo. I'd do it. That's, I'd, I'd be, I'd be into seeing. I'd watch that. Can I pay like a charity I respect? Yeah, I'll donate the ACLU to you know, exactly. like, sue Donald exactly. Trump to get him to play Neo. To play Neo, please. That's a good exchange Lord. of things. That's yeah. a good, yeah. I like that. Anything else? Did you get up to any other? Uh, let's see. Stuff that you can I'm actually... like the other two games I played quite yeah. a bit of are are under embargo at the moment. I One know. of them will be not under embargo as of tomorrow, so we'll be able to do okay. a thing on that. Right. Uh, for right. sure, which is cool. That's cool. Extra cool. Uh, let's see. Did I play anything else? Not really. Just a little bit of Neo and yeah. and other stuff. Patrick, how about you? I play. I played the game Single Dad. Nice. <laughs> is that <laughs> it's like one of these empathy games I'm hearing about on Steam? <laughs> Single Dad. <laughs> no, no, it's where your wife goes out of town for the first time, and then you have to take care of a child by yourself, and you realize, oh shit. How do yeah. people do this every day? That seems yeah, like a Patrick. nightmare. Yes. Moms are very good, actually. Moms are good at Parents, what they like, do. Parents, uh, like primary, primary, primary caregivers, caregivers are yeah. really fucking good at what they do. Yes. So, Except so, when they're not, in which case, please be better yes, primary caregivers. Please, but please the get ones help. who do well. <laughs> yeah. That's, so I, so I decided tough. to not be a single dad, go to Wisconsin where there were a bunch of my mom's friends who would mm. watch this baby for me. And then I, I, I was, I was pretty good. <laughs> This is your chance to bond with your child. I did. I, you know, I, I, I bonded, but I bonded by also like putting her in the arms of other people. You shared who wanted the help, right? You bonded on the trip over, right? exactly. You know, you had a sure, baby road true. trip, and that's then you're fair. like, "I'm good. We did this." Look, that's fair. Look, Austin, I did all the bonding I needed to at four in the morning every night when I have to feed this child. So, but okay. the bonding, bonding has occurred. That's fair. Bonding that's is good. There. That makes me feel good. <laughs> God, the bonding is Lord. there. <sighs> I uh, so yeah, I, I like Danielle. Played a number of games. I can't fucking talk about because that's our careers. It's very <laughs> that's our strange. Lives. Yeah. What I'll say is, I am. It's interesting to be. It's interesting how, on one hand, there have been lots of games that give you zero lead time lately. Like for Honor, didn't have a Any, uh, anything but, uh, ahead of time. It had an open beta for the multiplayer stuff. Yeah. So if you really wanted to get in early and start playing the multiplayer stuff, you could. But the single player, like the main bulk true game doesn't unlock until today or like obviously Bethesda has their whole policy now with games like not having any lead time at all for reviewers or like it a seems, day at most. It's, with yeah. For Honor though they seem to have a very specific like it's not that that game went dark in the way that like right. a Doom did like with right. For Honor they had like this very specific strategy of the last two weeks like partnering with a lot of big streamers yes. on Twitch and YouTube so like uh, like uh, Lobos Jr., who is like one of the biggest Dark Souls streamers. He like does all huh. sorts of weird uh, Souls runs. Like they partnered with a lot of those folks, flew them out, and did a big For Honor event. So like it's something where like it didn't really get in front of our eyeballs. Mm-hmm. Like sort of if you want to think of us as sort of like the establishment, like traditional press. Uh, but actually, it seems like they they took For Honor out to a different sort of audience and and pitched it there. 
which, which is probably I think really makes smart. a lot of sense. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I, I think that's a game that that will, in my heart of hearts, I feel like it's going to do the same thing that Rainbow Siege, that Rainbow Six Siege did, which is find a really great uh, competitive community that loves the game and can commit yep. enough hours to understand why it's well designed, but probably won't review super well, and the mainstream press probably just like won't. We won't get it, man. Like we're not real gamers. I'm super into that game. That game's cool. Which is shocking, cool. like, because most games that focus on combat, I'm not super into, because yeah. I'm more interested in, in like, <laughs> like MMA and, like, right. combat, that, you like, know, is combat this a situation, sports. What I was going to say, is this a situation where your combat sports background actually aids you in liking the game? I, I think it did. I, when I played it last, it was probably at PAX, uh, yeah. PAX West now is what it's called, uh, and I and I met uh, Sword Dad, James Vandenberg, right. and uh, I was gushing a little bit because I was like, oh, my God, you got stances right. You got lateral movement right. That never happens in a game. Right. It's always so exaggerated, and it's actually, like, an incredibly subtle thing in the the real world so i got very excited cool. about spacing and movement i mean again it's not the full game yet like i only played sure. the, an early build but i super dug it yeah and people have been so. digging the beta stuff so i, I won't be surprised if it, if it finds a, a home with a really dedicated fan base uh, and, and nerds who like martial arts Correct. i guess right right you know all but like i mean it's it's built for nerds who like either martial arts or who are like way into vikings or samurai or sure. knights like sure. there's a lot of <laughs> angles of nerddom that you could find yes. your way into this so that's yes. that's i don't know i'm very curious that's a game that when i think i first saw it i didn't write it off but i definitely thought this is before Rainbow Six Siege had actually succeeded, I think, in the way that it has. Um, I kind of thought, like, oh, boy. Like, okay, here we go. Like, okay, good luck. Vikings you know? And that was axe. Yeah. really shitty of me. <laughs> um, but, like, I, I, it's been really interesting, I think, to see that game, Rainbow Six Siege, the first Titanfall, this mm. move towards, like, oh, we're going to release games that are, like, multiplayer primary things that are $60 at launch finding some success and yeah. that's it's cool to be in that place i think I, i'm yeah. happy that that's a, a way that because those are all pretty interesting and weird games those are all games with yeah. some some maybe more niche appeal than necessarily mm. super hardcore mainstream appeal which makes me happy that they're finding some success yeah, totally totally i played like the opposite of a big multiplayer game this weekend <laughs> i think we yeah. both did yeah, I yeah think did you get through did. it did you <laughs> Take, so take a like, breath. Yeah. yeah. Oh, <laughs> um, this is a tough mm. one. All right. Yeah. We both played We Are Chicago this weekend. Uh, yes. Um, I played it I played it on this laptop, actually, uh, and I played it uh, two days ago. It was like I went to a cafe, and I kind of wanted to just, like, put on headphones and, like, not even be in my room. I just wanted to, like, have this vibe of, like, I'm playing it in um, public kind in of public, space. In yeah, public yeah. space in a weird way. Uh, and, man... I have Fear, a lot fears, of fears realized. Should we set this up for yeah, folks okay, so, who don't so, know? Yeah, 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 Patrick, can you set this up uh, as someone who's written about this game before and your your complex feelings about it? Yeah, we we, we talked about this. I think during uh, uh, one of our politics podcasts uh, when it when it came right. up, uh, right. uh, uh, the question that someone asked was. What do you do when you want to champion things that are complicated and flawed? Um, and and uh, it made me think about uh, where you're Chicago, which is this game that's uh, ma- I believe I believe made in Chicago. I don't know the exact uh, backgrounds of. of I believe that's true. From, I think it's. Pretty, I I'm pretty sure that's true. That attempts to use sort of a telltale style 
uh, adventure mechanics uh, design setup in order to tell a story about what it's like to live on the South Side of Chicago. Now, the South Side of Chicago um, is predominantly African American. Um, it has a, a history of, of violence, and there and there are gangs, but it is mm-hmm. not. It is not. You know, it is colloquially called uh, and inappropriately called Chirac, um, which is, is deeply offensive, and that's and not also like. A- like- doesn't understand where crime exists in Chicago no, actually, or how it works. Or, you know, if you if you if you you know if you look at the way Donald Trump talks about Chicago, you would think that we are all under lockdown and and we're all you dying. You can't go to the store. You can't <laughs> you go can't. to the store without getting shot, Patrick. And this isn't to say that there isn't that there isn't a no, problem there are with huge violence. Problems on the south side of Chicago, but they yes. are more complicated than yes. than anarchy in the streets in which everyone is being <laughs> lined up and shot in an alleyway. Yeah. Um, and so, what made this game interesting was like. The idea of touching upon that subject, um, not doing it from a, you know, with combat mechanics, like trying to avoid some of the pitfalls maybe that, that Watch Dogs fell into when you have totally. a game that is primarily around sort of action and violence um, in, in some ways. And so, and, and also just, I think, you know, this website is the kind of website and the people we are, we are champions of games that are trying to tell tough stories, even if they maybe fail at telling those stories because that's all that stuff is a step in the direction of hopefully telling a better one but when i checked this game out at um a, i think it was a pax east two years ago i i had such deep reservations about it that i chose to i almost didn't write about it because i didn't want to taste basically take a dump on it because I was like this game right. is not this game is not working it makes me feel uncomfortable like yeah. maybe it's I don't, but I also am a big champion for this stuff. So I don't. I, I want to protect this game because hopefully it'll turn out good in the end. And uh, you know, two years later, here we are with you know. Sort of well, the final and product. I, I'm still struggling with that because if you go to their their like Steam forums, for instance, it's just like filled with like racial slurs and people saying that the game should never have been made. Yeah. And and like complaining that there are no white people in the game. Like it's it's. I still have that gut reaction of like, uh. Would it be easier not to engage with this thing at all? But also, I think it's actually bad. Um, it's yeah, and, it's really bad. Uh, and I, I like completely applaud them for trying to go after this. Uh, I applaud them for for hiring black folks to like help write this game and and try to be Several as artists. I think yeah, totally. Uh, like, yeah. And, it, and it's based on you know it's you know based yes. on interviews with folks who uh, live on the south side. So absolutely. like some of the, the storylines are. In some ways, and inspired by, and you can see all of those. And sometimes like if, it's good. If you every break, now and yeah, then, yeah, everyone. And there's like a, a uh, but I, I don't know. Like I, sometimes I feel like we're saying that because a lot of it is like so, like doesn't work at all. That like you well, see so this, like, this one strand, and and you pull on that yep. strand as much as you can. I, I want to get more like specific a little bit because I don't, yes. I don't think it's like useful to just be like, oh, it's yeah, it's bad. Um, so I think like for me, the stuff that that does work is that at its core, it's a story about a kid named Aaron mm-hmm. who is in his fi- – so he's in his final uh, like week of high school before either going to college or going to – or getting a full-time job or who knows what his life is going to look like after college or after after high school. Or if he gets um, into college because that's like one if, of the strands he, is if, how he's going to he, do on his Will he finals. get into college? Yeah. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Um, and also he's into poetry. Like there's there's like stuff happening with his life and the core of that that and his entire arc is that he is struggling to to figure out what he feels uh in the the tension between feeling safe and feeling like a whole complete person who can walk bravely into the world, who wants to like take his sister to the park, who wants to go to poetry readings, who wants to like have a job and help support his his single mom and his little sister. And like there are moments of that that feel really genuine. Um 
and then there's like the rest of it, which feels didactic, um, which feels not way, like way a, too simplistic. Incredibly yeah. simplistic. Like the first dude who the, you get a gun pulled on you in the first three seconds, and like the name of the character who pulls it on you is it's gangster. gangster. Oh, and like oh fuck y'all. Oh just God. and then it says like gangster will remember this. Yeah. Which of course <laughs> no, he won't because he's not a real character. It's, it's, it's this the first yeah, thing that is too. written in my Look, notebook. Right here it says. Oh my God, he really does. Gangster, yeah. gangster will gangster remember this. Remember. We <laughs> literally have the same notes separately. Same Patrick. exact note. Um, and <laughs> and. That that is the thing that ends up being so frustrating for me about this game. I guess like there's there's two lines of, of of argument here, and one of them they're both they're both important. I think because like on one hand you can take the technical argument here, which is that like there's one music loop that plays for this entire game, which is this like it's bad, like a three minute little guitar. Riff it's less than three minutes, Patrick. It's like seventy seconds. I dog. tried to tell myself it's three minutes because yeah. it's it feels like six hours that you're listening to oh, it, no. even though and the it, game is ninety. It's like ninety minutes to two hours long, and it's just like yeah, it's it feels like like incidental music in a bad TV procedural. Um, and I bring this up because I think this contributes to the feeling of it being low quality. Before I get into like the more substantial issues I had with it, yeah, cause uh, the, te- the and, technical stuff doesn't bother me that much. Like it does. Like, I, it like it's, it's, di- it's distracting, but I it's not. It le- if totally. there was a version of this game that had. Tens of millions of dollars behind it and, like, amazing animation rigging and better VO. Like, if you actually gave this game the aesthetic that it probably wanted if in a world of resources that allowed that, it would not change my core problems with it. The thing that it might change is if you had the money to prioritize that stuff – Maybe there would be a rap song in this game before the fucking credits. <laughs> Can we, no one are, in this no one in this game talks about the Migos. No one in this game talks about the Bulls. No one in this game has a life outside of being oppressed and black. Like mm-hmm. if yeah. if the Bechdel test is there's two women who talk <laughs> who talk to each other about or without referencing a man, man, right? Yeah. I want this game needs to have two black characters who talk to each other about anything other than being fucking black and like. I am black. I have those conversations with my black friends. We also talk about the world. We also talk about games. The high points in this game in this game are like Aaron occasionally talking. There's a scene where he talks to his little cousin about poetry. But the poetry is like deeply political and about things he would there is no way a kid his age is actually into. And also would just like not just isn't it's I I grew up in poetry communities. I grew yeah. up going to slams. It's not this. And, like, it's so – that stuff is already really frustrating. And and so, like, having it then also be backed by this, like, one guitar riff that is (laughs) – or or this, like, heartbeat sound is really bad. Mm. Um, And then it's just, like, also just, like, a a failure to characterize some of the key characters. Like, the the, one of the key conflicts ends up being about, like, your friendship with these two other dudes falling apart because because of violence and gang violence. But they never get like they get one scene early on in the game. Yeah, you get no like uh, for like ninety minutes. Like, there's not nearly enough time to explain like why characters who are like your good friends that like go to the park right. with your uh, with your sister and like help watch over her so that if if there's three of you, like you'll be more safe. Like that makes sense. And then it's like. 20 minutes later, like, they're in a gang and, like, robbing things. And it's, like, there's, there's like, a throwaway line that's, like, I don't know, man. I just – I fell into it. And it's, it's just, like, you know, like, the art – like, you're you making spend, – And they spend time with other characters instead. They spend yeah. time with, like, the dude you go to work with. But then he just, like, kind of disappears from the story. 
right? Like, you don't actually get... The characters they actually spend time with never have stakes involved in their personal lives outside of a loose dialogue moment or two. Yeah, and it's, it's it ends up ma- it ends up painting this game that, like, starts from uh, uh, sort of noble ambitions into the sort of black, black and white, to use simplistic yeah. terms, mm-hmm. characterization of, like, what it's like to live on, you know, in a in a, you know, uh, an area of the, of the world with, with with gangs and things. It just it ends up feeling like a, a shitty TV movie as opposed right. to like actually getting into the nuance of like what they probably would hopefully have gotten in these interviews with these families. And like pro- the best character in the whole game is is your mother, like who's yeah, actually totally. gi- gi- given well, like, well. I'll get to my one beef with that in a second, but continue. Yeah, well, she, she she actually feels more like a person. Like you get a sense of like. Her struggles, like you, you, you know, she, the there's, there was a father in the family. He at least it wasn't a stereotypical like right. deadbeat father that left. Like he he died of a disease at a um um when the the sister was very young, and I think the the, the character you play, Aaron, was maybe was like eleven or something, or something like, like that. Like that. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. The, at least like it didn't fall into that immediate <laughs> trope, which I was worried about. Yeah. Um, and you know, you like you, you learn about how you know Aaron will talk about how you know he hears his mother crying at night, but she doesn't talk about like missing her father. Yep. Like there's stuff like there that. There are those moments. Yeah, there are those like, moments. Ah, right. Like okay, like if you dist- distilled this game into its base elements, there's a better way to put it together. But it's the way it's packaged, and not even just the characterization. Like it's just sloppy. Like it's, I started making a count. There's sloppy. there are different things that I made counts of on my uh, in okay. My notes. Let me let me get your counts. Well, uh, one was the amount of spelling errors that I found Fuck. just in the dialogue like you have to look at the like they put yeah. subtitles on in yeah. the game by default and so you're because your main character doesn't speak but There's everyone no. else does and he is, should if he did it'd be a lot better frankly if he had a voice austin there is a part of the game where that you are asked to demonstrate your poetry skills for the poetry slam and all the characters around you are talking vo and then you do a poetry <laughs> slam moment where they put on a shitty beat but then you just see blank dialogue like for 30 seconds while you mm. anyway so i wrote down i got i got up to like 12 or 13 spelling errors we're like egregious things where it's like letters are just ca- like capitalized in the middle of a sentence and it's just it ruins your ability to like stay immersed in the world and the story and also i made marks uh every time i found a photo of obama uh malcolm x or mlk (laughs) because they used all the same photos every time in every room (laughs) but then don't worry got the same obama photo when obama got elected (laughs) he's fucking sent them out to us and he said here you go i know this is important for you and your family put this up real talk though (laughs) Like, my whole family does have the same photo of Obama. Well, but here's here's it. So I wrote down Obama 4, MLK 4, uh, Malcolm X 3, and then random photo of Neil deGrasse Tyson 1. <laughs> that didn't happen. Okay. But she was a, also, you have like, yeah, listen, that teacher loves poetry slams and Neil deGrasse Tyson. <laughs> All right? It, I, I'm, so so here's another reason like this is the uh, none of me clowning on this game would have happened if not for I think what I feel like is like the final two two big things and I'm gonna I'm spoiling we are Chicago here like I am fired up about this game if you don't want to hear about the final act of we are Chicago skip ahead five minutes I, so like I'm just giving you that warning right now but I think but the thing I'm about to say is like my substantive critique of its position on crime and blackness and and what should be done um, and and its failure to address some of this stuff, which is you end up having – you end up in the situation where your two best friends who you've never seen and who somehow don't really know anything about your life um, wind up in opposing gangs. And you end up having a conversation with your mother about it where you're like, 
Ma, I just don't know what to do. Like, I feel fucking stuck here. And, like, some of that dialogue is also pretty good when your character is trying to work through his own feelings about, like, believe, wanting to be optimistic for his little sister versus feeling like there's no hope. Um, and you get to this conversation with your mother where you're like, I just don't know what to do. And she says, like, you know, there's something that this generation just doesn't have. And this is, like, the moral core of this story at the end. Like, this is, like, the last good moment of, like, a character coming down to offer judgment and a way forward. The mother, as Patrick said, has been set up as being this really intelligent, smart, hardworking character. And then you're given two options to reply. And your options are either, like, on one hand, it's, like, education, religion. And the other one is, um, is you mean, like, role models? And, like, I would take any of those things as one direction for, like – a thing a person might say would help crime and yeah. communities that are that are afflicted by crime and and you know economic disparity and all that. Like I don't think either, any of those are a singular uh, like uh, solution by any means, but you can see specific instances in in history of of this country where those things helped people. Yes, your mother says like no, Aaron. What this generation doesn't have is a conscience or – what's the other word she says that's like the fucking worst? It's basically just like the most respectability politics. Um, she didn't say hard work. She says she says something that was just like – fuck, I'm losing it. I have to check my notes. This is, this is bad. Um, common sense. That's what she says. Oh. Common sense. These kids today just don't have common sense, Patrick. And it's just like – I can't fucking believe you Charles Barkley-looking motherfuckers. They like, also, also, they make no references to the Bulls in this game, but they do quote none. Charles Barkley. They do quote Charles Barkley. <laughs> but, like, that's the thing. It's just, like, why? It'd be fine if that, was, if that was one viewpoint that was represented, because, like, that, that certainly exists as, like, a shitty viewpoint to have about, like, what the actual problems are that have resulted in, like, a lot of gang violence in this outside of Chicago. Common sense and decency. Like, but, that ain't it. Like there, so, so this comes on the heels of there just being this this really great moment that was pet being passed around on Twitter of this this dude at a uh, an MSNBC kind of like town hall style thing, uh, a black dude from Chicago who got up and gave this like really amazing rousing critique of Rahm Emanuel's uh, uh, you know policies, his failure to address the actual concerns of black folks in Chicago, yeah, and and ended it by basically saying like it's it's economics, dummy, right? Like it's mm-hmm. always economics and. That's where I think this game fails the most is that at the end of the day, it has nothing – it gestures towards like, oh, well, they have it hard. But because it never characterizes the people who fall into gang violence, because it never actually shows you what their lives are like. It only ever shows you the like model minority character who's like working a job and taking care of his his little sister and has no interest in in, or or no pressure to fall into gang violence. And there's no – and there's no – it's it's a game that sets itself as a Telltale-style adventure with the whole like – Blank will remember this or blank yes. notice that. Yes. And so if there was – I would have been interested if there was an opportunity for me to – like if there were these uh, these instances for Aaron, the main character, to like see those temptations, totally. fall into those temptations. Like like if anything, the story should have probably pushed him in that direction yes. because my guess is the mass majority of people playing this game are going to be white people who would think they could learn something about an experience yes. they know, have no – uh, they know very little about. Even as someone who lives – has lived in Chicago, like I still know very little about the South Side uh, uh, experience. But instead what you actually get is like this milk toast, like no yes. – like you, you get no actual insight into the actual – complicated economic and socioeconomic problems of these people and you just get them in like glances of like a half a scene or two but the actual experience of the character you have actually in some ways feels like 
what like an old white person is going to say what's wrong with the black people why don't the they have common Chicago? sense and decency why don't right. they pull if up their pants your, why if, is their underwear right. out like that's exactly. what it, it that's what it feels a little bit like in in, in sort of the the well, end of day rec- even if that's not the politics and the I want to be clear it, that is a position that lots of older black folks have about sure. crime and it's underinformed and it's wrong and like it's just like a a, a remarkably short-sighted way to position what should have been a game that was striking, that was like – that was determined to say something and that won you over by by its bravery in showing you something, in its courage of showing you why someone might fall into gang violence. Instead, just like takes the, the most boring like status quo position on this shit. And then – and like, this is my final thing that just like – it echoes back to some of my beef that I had with Watch Dogs 2 and one of the characters there, which is that there are no futures for black people um, yeah, in, there's in no, stories. You don't notice – whole arc the kid, of this game. Does this kid go to college? That's like, the whole arc. There's, there's like, it's, will we, he go to will he go to college? Will he stay at home and get a full time job to help support I don't know. his mother? Will he go into poetry more? None of that fucking matters because what happens is your two one of your friends kills another one of your friends and you go to the vigil for him and that's the end of the game. You no, don't see. hold on, hold on. Yeah, you all right, you're right. V- it's not. You go it's to not. the vigil in which like instead of it actually being a remembrance for your friend where stories are told about his life, which would have been yep. maybe a poignant moment yep. for the game to like imbue this characterization for a character that didn't have any other scenes instead someone gets up on stage and like pitches you to like put in time and money for services in chicago which are two real services in yes, chicago and so in deserve some support it was well-meaning except it like yes. completely misses sticking the landing for <laughs> what it's trying to do in the story and then it says do you when it comes to your finances you think you've done it all you've saved you've researched and you've invested all that you can Now it's time to take those investments to the next level by using the brand behind every great investor, Yahoo Finance. As America's number one finance destination, Yahoo Finance has everything you need, whether you're a seasoned trader or just dipping your toes into the market. Join the millions of investors who trust Yahoo Finance to guide them on their financial journey. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit yahoofinance.com, the number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com. Want to leave the vigil, and you're like, "Oh, sure." I'll like, go on to the next scene, and instead, that's the end of the game, and it cuts to like a rousing, like thumping rap song, like right yeah. after you're there at a vigil for your friend, and that's the end. Like, you don't that's find the out. End. You don't no, find out. No epilogue. If- no lines of like. Aaron went on to like be you know to to escape and then went back and we volunteered in the south side to try and help other people. Nothing. No one knows. There's no. There's no. And that's the problem with with the mother's line being the final statement on what should be done is because we don't get to see we don't get to see you know reform. We don't get to see escape. We don't get to see someone lifting other people up. We don't get to see failure. We don't get to see him even falling like. I would have been happier if the end of this was a compelling vision of him falling into the same trap and not escaping. And instead, we get nothing. And that, to me, is just like you didn't know what the core of your thing was. You didn't know what the heart of what the thing is you were trying to address. And in an attempt, I think, to be as broad as possible, they ended up hitting very little. Again, I think there are a handful of moments that I think are really stellar. I think yeah. it's like I think it is it is it is really cool to just see a black family like having dinner. It is really cool to just like ha- walk home with your friend. Like I like these sorts of games, and those moments were pretty good. And I wish I wish they had felt like those characters had lives beyond them. And I wish it was smoother. But mostly, I wish that it had a sort of uh, political heart 
that that actually guided it instead of just kind of feeling like it was patched together from a dozen different ideas about what what and why crime exists uh, in Chicago and how to address it. And it's just like I don't know. I'm 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 didn't expect to get this heated, Patrick. It sounds fair. It yeah. sounds like it, it, it sounds Sorry. like you have every fucking huh. right to be heated about it. Um, this I haven't played it. Uh, so take yeah. this with a grain of salt. I, th- but it, I think it just sounds I think like in some ahead. ways it's still worth. I would still yep. recommend a lot of people if you're interested in these types of games and these types Absolutely. of stories. Like it's the reason you know I wrote an article last year. It was like you know why it's worth playing you know bad video games. Like this is actually an example I think of a bad game worth playing because one like you know I think we also respect what it was trying to do even if we're deeply critical of the execution and and where it went um so I don't question the motives I like make I want to make it clear I don't necessarily question the motives not at of all the people who meant to uh, who, play, who who made this like it was bold and and interesting and and they tried and I, we just think they missed and there are ways for other stories to learn from what didn't work here to hopefully tell a better version of this or a story kind of like this. But it also the ways it doesn't work, I feel I feel are very instructive if you want a sense of like why a story like this doesn't work and then find your own response to it so you can better identify how you respond to those stories going forward. So, um, yeah, it's just yeah. Yeah. You had a question? Uh, yeah, sort of. Um, an talking obs- all over an observation. No, no, it's okay. I haven't played the game, so it's more than fair. Um, but when I was at the ACLU, I was looking into sort of making games for change, yeah. like that sort of generally this kind of product that you know tells a specific story or supports charity or does you know something like this. And I saw a lot of games that were maybe not on this level. Uh, of of sort of egregious, you know, like the way right. it's sort of walking all over things or, or it's put together in a sort of weird way. But I, what I saw a lot of was a lot of design by committee, mm. by people who aren't necessarily game designers, uh, right. who thought like, oh, no, we have to get this message in and we have to get this message in, we have to get this message in, and it never really actually gels in any kind of coherent way. And maybe some of that happened, or maybe right. the person guiding this just didn't quite find that vision. I what, don't know. What know? was it that separated the games that worked that you saw from the ones that floundered in that way? A really coherent vision and a, a you know, here we go with the player experience goals mm-hmm. thing. But yeah, like actually really putting that first and foremost. Like What's how do you want your player to feel? Like, yeah, okay. It's just have that goal, have every design decision you make, have every aesthetic decision that you make, every everything support the feeling you want your feel, your player to feel. Do you want them to be empowered? Do you want them to be disempowered? Do you want them to feel smart? Do you want them to feel like, no, life really sucks? You know, cart life obviously is the the gold standard for something right. like this, where it's like, no, actually, you're using mechanics <laughs> and you're using aesthetics to show, you know. I like, forgot that there was actually a mini cart life in oh, this game no. also. Oh, no. You have a job where you have to make change. And it's, it's awesome. The less said about that. Right. that okay. I, yeah. I, I, oh, I, oh, I also, okay, there was another thing I started marking. Um, <laughs> so when you go, yeah, you, you have this you have this job where you work at this, this barbecue restaurant and like multiple times the game makes you go to work there. And there's like, maybe their ambitions were like to show the tedium of like a teenage yeah. job. Um, and like that sure. could have yeah. been noble. I, I didn't hate that stuff as much as I thought I would, but. Well, but what I made me laugh was um like, so with the way the mini game works is like, you know, people come up and give their order like hamburger, gyro, like whatever. And uh, you have to mark that and then they hand you money and then you go over to the cash register and you like add or subtract a dollar so you can basically just, you know, calculate the change. Every time they give you ten dollars, 
Every, every time. single time. I marked it down. It was like 11 times. And I just started sitting. I would sitting, say they I have was, those Bushwick 10s, but, <laughs> you know, this is Chicago. The, it's not sitting, Bushwick. So. Sitting here with a beer, and I was like, well, here's another $10. And just <laughs> uh-huh. It's the whole time. And I, 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 the, the, the end, I mean, the, the, the end of the game still sort of bothers me because I thought I kind of thought where the game was going. I was trying to maybe I was trying to give the game more credit than uh, I should have at that point. But at the end, like when they're like bringing up these services that you could get involved with, I thought yeah. maybe the game was actually going to kind of play to someone like myself or a lot of other people. It's like, hey man, like it's not enough to be like an ignorant white yeah. dude that wonders what it's like to be on the south side of Chicago, like. Motherfucker, like get out and do something about right. it instead of just posting a tweet or going on Facebook. And, like, here are services sure. that you can give. Like, there's a way they could have rewritten that scene that like got meta about the whole experience of like playing a game, which right. sometimes feels like what it's like for a lot of people to just watch a documentary or retweet something that like, like the Spike Lee turns to the camera moment and actually like, yeah. no, you motherfucker, like Patrick, <laughs> yeah, g- do something. Like, and then that like there. So maybe I was rewriting it in my head. Was like, if that's yeah. the way they framed this and then said. This, you know, life's not a video game, <laughs> man. Maybe, maybe not. But you know what I mean? There's like, no there was reset a, button. There was a way yeah. to. There was a way to do that, and uh, I mean, like, I, it would just. Been, it I just wanted cool. more from this. It would have been cool to have those, like uh, those or or other uh, organizations that that are from those communities in Chicago who are trying to address the issues of crime and violence. Like, have them be in the game and not just pamphlets at the end of the game. Yeah. Like, have those characters exist. Make you have the game. you have uncles you have people like it's it's yeah um, yeah Tim just showed us the just looked up a card that said Chirac and like let I'm not I'm not here to shout out Spike Lee Chirac actually yeah. actually <laughs> uh, yep. speaking of things that maybe didn't handle the violence in Chicago correctly yeah. just that whole uh, that whole term I just it's, it's, it's a little bit mm. anyway problematic I, problematic I, content I'm I'm. Glad that that they tried to make this game. I yep. hope that that's a team that continues to hone its craft and tries to make something else. Um, I completely wish them well. Fuck the people on the Steam forums who are being shitty about it. Yes, like I, they are why it's clear that more games like this need to exist. But also, I just thought this was like really fucking rough. So, yeah. do you have like one, like not one, but do you have a piece of advice for like if you if you were gonna make We Are Chicago two? Or <laughs> well, one, don't call it that. <laughs> yeah, maybe not. <laughs> if you're going to make the next game that does what uh, this game wants to do, yeah. what, is there a I, guiding principle? I mean, I think it's the thing that you just said, which is like... Consider, Player experience goals. Yeah, like instead of trying... There's a very scattershot vision here of yeah. like... Or again, like they have the one thing which I think is the, the valuable thing of just like... I want to be able to take my sister to go play, but also this friend of mine has an older brother who is gang affiliated, which means that even though he hasn't done shit, being around him puts my little sister in danger. That conflict is like, that's the heart of what that game should be, of like, this is a shitty situation. I don't know how to move here. Mm -hmm. Um, There are guideposts for things like this. Like, we're, we're not... Five years removed from Good Kid, Mad City. We're we're three years out from when Chance put out Acid Rap, which has a song Paranoia, which is about uh, a friend of his getting killed. Like there are great pieces of work that address the notion of having to move in these violent spaces. Um, seek guidance from sure. those spaces. Obviously, they they obviously did interviews, like you mentioned, Patrick. But like, there you need to get closer. They need to get closer to that to to that specific core experience and not try to be not try to just like hit every little 
every little aspect because the only thing that you end up feeling is like that they missed stuff or sure. that none of that stuff was dealt with comprehensively. Well, and so. and feel, you know, it ends up feeling like a very sim- you know the simplistic take. It feels like I read a Wikipedia page about like life on South Side of the Chicago as opposed to like, yes. if they had focused on like one specific story rather than saying let's yeah. tell the story of of what it's like on the South Side of Chicago. It's like here is one story from one instance of one thing for one family that yeah. will then. That that may not tell the whole story, but it will color how you look at everything else in a way that is more useful than than what we ended up with. Totally. I mean, like there's even you know there's even you know like dialogue where randomly Aaron's like, "We spend too much money on jails," and it's like, Aaron, you wouldn't be saying that. Like it's right. just like like it, you could see <laughs> right. them get, trying to get more. Not that I'm not implying that Aaron wouldn't be smart enough to know that, but you often felt like they were jamming a lot of related Correct. political topics into conversations so they could almost checkbox it as opposed to it being something or orga- the same way that you talked about, like mm-hmm. they, all they talk about is the experience of being black, which is not how people would actually talk. It also is like, we, we need to talk about all the sort of checkbox political moments that you would want, you would talk about in the larger context of this, but does that not feel organic or natural to yep. how actual people talk about it? So, Anyway, <sighs> we, we are, are Chicago. We are Waypoint. Yeah, <laughs> great. We're move. Yeah, I, I think it might be just time to pivot to the bucket and yeah. and shake out shake out all these just, 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 vibes. Oh, shake yeah. out those vibes. Oh, oh, crunch there. Game don't okay. kill my vibe. I just need to like. Whew. All right, I'm gonna go to the bucket. I think the first place we have to start is the Brooklyn definition. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it like. We have a lot of mail of we, uh, excellent letters. Excellent. I, I want to say, like, I don't even want to say they're, like, email. It's, like, missives that were written. Yes. Like, you know, like a very – the Brooklyn definition. I feel like this was on, like, proper stationery. Yep. This came in. Totally. You know? Totally. <laughs> uh, let me just do a – I'm just do a search of my email. Let me try to get all possible Brooklyn definition emails here. That's very important. All right. This is too long. I'm going to skip this one. I'll come back to it. I want a nice short one to start with. There's one, there's one in here that I thought was like, all right, this is a good starter point here for us. Um, all right. So, all right, here we go. This I'm comes ready. in from Peter. And, and he says, I think that bonfires are absolutely critical in our understanding mm-hmm. of the souls. Like, I would argue that we are not formulating the, this definition if Neo did not, that we would not be formulating this definition if Neo did not include them. That if Neo was a game that didn't have bonfires, we wouldn't even be talking about this stuff. Uh, so I suggest this edition. Souls-like games contain bonfires. The intrinsic aspect of bonfires are they are checkpoints, activating, activating when repopulates the enemies in the surrounding area, which is a very important part. There is no clearing permanent clearing a space if you also stop to level mm. up or fix your equipment or whatever. Um, they provide access to a character Im- to character improvement by providing a menu or instant travel to a central hub, and they are safe. I think those four things are all really good, like uh, starting starting places for thinking about bonfires or safe points in mm. these games. Yeah, I wonder. I don't know if the repopulation aspect. I mean, I I think if so, I'm loath to be that specific as much as like. If if what you're saying is like bonfires are a, a safe place in which uh, like I, I, I almost remove it and say like like you are not actually able to make a permanent impact on the world right like While that's sort there. of that's that's sort of what the the bonfire yeah. implies like like I could see a game including something like a bonfire but that for some reason they get rid of the fact that the the world hmm. repopulates or does it in a different way it's right. it's it's the lack of permanence other than like defeating bosses is mm. part of what makes playing a souls game both feel futile 
And and part of what it makes it interesting is because, you know, you can clear out a whole place, but then in order to continue right. progressing, you have to go back through that slog all over again. So it's po- it's possible that it's it, the repopulation is key to that. I, I may also wonder if there's like a way of like making that slightly vaguer that gives like some more granularity to what, what that actually means. Right. Well, one of the things with Neo is that the bosses – you can refight bosses. Because you're taking missions to go through levels. Levels don't exist in a world in the same way, right? Is that correct? So you don't. You can't. Uh, you you can't like understand. go back to an area and like refight it on a harder uh, difficulty. But you, there are missions that will take you back through that same area, um, and and there might be like a different boss. There. Okay. Okay. But it isn't. It, but I guess what I'm saying is there isn't just like oh I want to go here to the place. As it is, period, full stop. Like, everything's always subdivided into missions. Yes. Unlike the Souls games where, like, no, 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 it's just the space is the space. Yeah. And you might have a quest that happens to be happening there, but, like, isn't a quest being, like, the weird Souls ambig- ambiguous thing. Right. Right, yeah. right. Yeah, that's that's fair. Um, here's – this is my my favorite final one was just the subject title. Dead. Is Left for Dead a Souls-like? <laughs> I don't think it is. But I appreciate the – I see where that comes from. Yeah. There are safe rooms. There are bonfires. Mm-hmm. You do level up your character because there's ammo and weapons in there. Oh, uh, Uninvincible in the chat, just to, be, to clarify before I get a bunch of tweets about it, says you can replay mm. missions. I guess I've just never okay. tried tried. Good to know. That. Good to know that. Okay. Um, let's get another really – I'm going to go to that, that long one. That I was like, I'm going to skip this. I'm going to read yeah, this Yeah, let's one. do this one. All right. This is from Ares. Ares 42. The core tenet to almost everything in the Souls games boils down to one thing, discovery, or rather the sense of discovery. Every item you find is something new and interesting. Every location you go to is somewhat epic and amazing. Every boss fight you fight, or even most enemies, uh, they're, they're puzzles to untangle. It's why the story is told in its slow and convoluted way. It's why most characters you meet are enigmatic. It's why the games are generally made with little guidance. Now, a lot of people say that games are great. these games are great because of the challenge and they enjoy the victory rush that they get out of it. However, the challenge is only a means to an end. For a discovery to give any sort of satisfaction, there has to be obstacles in the way to reach it. And the tougher the obstacles are, the more satisfying it is to finally break through. It's how you were talking about the games being about moving from sanctuary to sanctuary. If there was no danger zone to scour your way through, uh, then finally discover the next bonfire, uh, it would be just as satisfying. Finally discovering the next bonfire would just be as satisfying as finding another coin in a market. Mario game. Uh, even when you look at something very basic as the core combat, discovery is an important part. They aren't games that give you a bunch of different utility and damage skills that allow you to deal with any situation. Instead, they stick to a very few basic moves, and it's all about learning how to use them effectively. Anyone that's played these games has gone through the slow evolution of carefully taking on enemies one by one, hiding behind their shield and poking at the enemies, or eventually elegantly avoiding their attacks while smashing or stabbing them to pieces in seconds. It's been shown time and time again that people doing different challenges and speedruns, learning how the game works is half the battle. Uh, it's also very evident, it's a long one, it's also very evident how important discovery is to these games if you look at the comments and forums where people or people interested in the games try to ask for advice. You will almost always find an overwhelming reply of don't spoil yourself or try to learn as you go. And if you talk to pretty much any Souls aficionado, they will tell you that how the absolute best time to play these games is when they are still unexplored and the community is excavating its way through it together. On a personal note, I find playing these games... 
Uh, I find playing these games to play very hard into my Indiana Jones fantasies. While a game like Uncharted is playing an Indiana Jones movie, Souls games are like the ones that actually capture the feeling of being an explorer and going on dangerous adventures hmm. into unknown tombs and lost ruins. That's a really interesting angle. I hadn't thought about that angle. That's a yeah. that's a that's like I read that paragraph. I was like, ah, shit! I wish I hadn't read that so I could told the person <laughs> to pitch me. That. That's a that's a nice that piece. That's a clever uh, analogy. You could probably you could probably still you could yeah, you could probably elaborate. Yeah, you could probably elaborate that paragraph into to 800 words yeah i think if you were i would i I, if you had to distill souls like or souls into one word like if you were to take the highest level that's that's the player experience goal is discovery yeah i think discovery is probably the word i think he's probably right because i think almost everything out like not maybe everything but a lot of it then feeds out through um through through discovery, like, I know, I'm mi- add... like mystery ties into that, but yep. mystery is also like something a little more specific as opposed to discovery, which like is a little broader, and that mystery can kind of fall under that umbrella. I'm going to write down uh, discovery. And in the cheesiest sense, you do kind of discover things about yourself it's as true. you go through the journey. Uh huh. Which when when like the will you throw thing, a controller at the wall? <laughs> Or or hit or, or hit your desk with it like yep, I yep. did. You might and hit make your a desk. dent in I've your got a dent desk. right here. I've got a dent right next to my microphone. I love that we. I, yeah, I love that you've dented a desk and people were <sighs> their heads are like, oh, it must be a metal desk. No, <laughs> no, it's a cheap IKEA desk. It's a cheap IKEA I, yeah, desk. so <laughs> I think the metal desk might have taken out the Dual Shock before uh, <laughs> taking a dent. Oh, I feel boy. like frustration and exhilaration have to be somewhere mm-hmm. in this. I know those are aesthetic things. I know those are softer things and a little bit difficult to place on a grid, but maybe frustration and catharsis is a better yeah, like way of putting it. Like, you have to be frustrated then, yeah. to get your catharsis, and one feeds into the sort of impact of the second part. And and then, it, well, it, I mean, it might be that, like, the frustration and catharsis comes from the fact that the game demands that you learn Right. Mm-hmm. So I feel like yeah. that's like a little higher up on that hierarchy because like the frustration comes from the fact that you're not learning. Like you have, you know, it's, it's a different kind of action game in which if you choose to not study it, like you can't spam, like, you know, that, you know, you can sometimes fumble where you're through, but by and large, like the Souls games uh, or Souls like ask you to pay attention to what's going on or else it yeah. will push back. And what's always unique about those games is that when you push back, the game will get out of the way. Like the game is happy, like you can exploit the, the Souls games. Like the game sets up a set of rules and then says, you know, if you decide to bend him, that's fine. Um, and I find that they're that it's kind of unique in that regard. So yeah. here's here's a point that I wanted to. I, someone brought this up to me on Twitter later after our last conversation, and and reading of the the kind of discovery argument makes me want to re- uh, bring this back up too. Which is, and also the kind of like difficulty catharsis. The mm. the, the sorry, what was the frustration frustration catharsis. One angle, too, that we should be thinking about is, like, they're not just obscure. They're obscure in ways that encourage community uh, exploration. Mm -hmm. There are lots of games that are obtuse. Yes. And that are, are, uh, you know, opaque and don't present their mechanics clearly. Um, You know, there's a whole line of, of flight simulators out there that are like, oh, if you don't read this huge book, you're just not going to do anything. But these games are designed so that through experimentation, you get that, that sense of discovery. But more than that, they enable you to communicate with other people both in the game text itself by leaving notes and by, yeah. and by you know, working with other, other players, by leaving summoning signs. But also we're just designed such to encourage you to go online and talk to people. And, and I think that that, to me, that sense of like, 
some sort of like opacity designed towards community interaction, something like that, is at least a low factor for me of yeah. what these games are. I can I can imagine a game like that. I, maybe I can't. Like I, I I don't know that I can imagine a Souls like game that doesn't have. Well, how that manifests itself is different, right? So Neo yeah. doesn't have messages that you leave behind. Like sure. it, it ditches totally. that completely. Totally. Um, but the experience I have with every Souls-like game, uh, one of my favorite experiences is the text messages I have with my right. friends who are all collectively experiencing it at the same time. So, uh, you know, I have, like, especially with, like, Kirk Hamilton, who's also really into these games, like, we have, and, and Brad Shoemaker, who uh, plays a lot of these games, like, extensive text messages that are just, like, predominantly, like, have you gotten to this boss? Like, what did you do with that boss? Mm-hmm. Like, how did you find this thing? Like, I don't understand how the blacksmith works. Like, so that, exp- like, how that manifests itself, I think, is different. But I think right. that community, like, tr- tr- forcing players or at least, like, highly encouraging players to better understand what they're doing through community, whether that is, like, actual messages that are uh, sent through the world or, like, just through the obliqueness and and mm-hmm. the challenge, like, you are forced for most people to, like, seek help yeah. and shelter and recommendation elsewhere and that is not cheating that is sort of intrinsic to the design to be like how am i you know what is some way that i can tackle this boss and when someone tells you that the because the souls games are so much about execution like the knowledge does not necessarily equal success it just right. gives you the ability to possibly execute on that so i think yeah. i think yeah like the fact that neo takes away the message system i think is fine but it still finds ways to have players communicate and yeah. work with one another uh even if that happens in different ways teeter tatter in the chat mentions that the one of the things that neo does that the souls games don't is that the kind of blood stain equivalent the gravestones in neo tell you specifically how a character died and yes. not just that someone died and so like Oh, this there's a uh, whatever the wheels wheel are. Monk. The wheel monk it's like <laughs> it killed me. And like, oh, okay, I should be on the lookout for one of those because I don't see one of those right now. Those sorts of things are. That's one way that it still encourages or still in game communication, communication yeah. right? Or just the like, oh, there are twelve graves right there. Like something bad is around that corner. You know? Well, yeah, that's, and you can, and you can fight them. That's also something right, unique that I true, think is a really cool true. part of of Neo is that like when you see someone has died. Um, you can resurrect their character, fight them, and possibly get um, a, a rare drop. And I think it actually feeds in later into a system where you can get, like, unique equipment if you are continuing right. to... Like, it says you're getting honor, so I don't know I don't know if it ever explained the exact mechanics. I don't know if, like, you're putting their soul to rest if yeah. you're, like, resurrecting them and, and putting them down. But, uh, yeah, that part is really cool. Because, I mean, there are, se- like, there are sequences where w- when you walk in the Souls games... There are these blood stains that uh, indicate that you know players died, but it's pretty limited. Like you're certainly not seeing every death around you, and right. Neo, Neo is not showing you every death. But man, it's showing you way more than <laughs> like you'll sometimes walk into a room and you'll see twenty five, thirty <laughs> of these right. swords, and wow. like, and it's it's one of, it's a little thing I've wanted to write about the game because the the feeling of walking into a room and just seeing. This these bloodied swords everywhere is fucking terrifying because <laughs> because it immediately communicates something about what you haven't yet experienced yeah. but you know is about to occur and 
already puts you on edge before you even know what's going to come out around the corner. Um, this last one is from Friendly Truffle in the chat. And I, I, I think I need to sleep on this. I think I, my gut is to disagree. Uh, they say, I think all of this is danced around a core concept of work always provides a reward and that there's a, difficult, a difficulty wall where little work or casual work provides little reward. I, I'm not sure that these games say that work always provides a reward. Yeah. Like, I, I, think I think sometimes you just suffer. And sometimes you get lucky. And <laughs> yeah, sometimes you do yeah. get lucky, lucky sometimes. Um, or sometimes you cheese it. And, yep. and and we codify that as being okay in these games. Yeah. So I, I, I get what's going I think I think there is a sort of work that finds reward that is careful but also maybe monotonous. And there's probably a track of like monotonous play is the easiest, like gets the most <laughs> reward. Um, right. But I don't. I don't. I also think narratively, most of these games don't believe that work gets rewarded. Which, which, yeah. and I think that's in line with the thematics of like you working really hard and then getting it all swiped away because a ball of giant skeletons rolled into you. Yep. Yep. I don't know, uh, but I'll, I'll sleep on it. I see where I see where they're coming from. I think this heated episode of Waypoint Radio <laughs> is going to come to a conclusion. Hot, hot heat episode thirty nine. Yeah. Oh, just <laughs> deep breaths. We had a whole week ahead of us. I can't use up all my energy. Yeah, no, you got to save some of that. I'm, I might not be here Friday though. I was gonna, I was gonna say, yeah, you're, you're save your energy by, Ugh. by not expending energy. Oh boy, I'm taking a vacation this week, starting so this glad. week, going through next week. I'll well, be out let's of town. not, let's not get ahead of ourselves. We're not still fully confident what a vacation means to Austin uh, we'll Walker. Figure yeah, it out. that's the real thing. <laughs> I'm gonna do my best to like go to a museum. I'm gonna see some friends. I'm not gonna be in town, so like I literally won't be able to come into the office. That's so good. that's good. That's you better not be is. at a Starbucks at that museum working. That's what we're trying to say. <laughs> what if I just check in? Can I just check in? Can I just like? Well, like we'll, we'll, we'll limit you. It's like an Estes flask. You 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 can only yep. have a certain amount of check-ins before you're no. cut off. See, and we're turning go, this into a souls like. You have to go find the bonfire at a museum or something. Okay, or, or take a I'm, nap. I'll take a nap. For every that's nap it. I take, I can check in. That's Great. that's a good. That's yep. waves of baby says. How many emails will you answer? Let me see what I'm at. I'm None. at four hundred and something. So probably that many. I do want to get through my emails this week. Okay, for that week. That's my one work thing. I definitely want to do. I'm going to be on a plane for a lot of it, so, like, that's right. good email time. That's fine. On the plane, you can check emails. Okay. And then you can Thanks, check Danielle. in for each nap that you take. Thank you, Danielle. You're welcome. Where can people find you on, on Twitter? Danielle R.I. What about you, Patrick? I'm on Twitter, at Patrick Klopik. And you can find me at Austin underscore Walker. You can find our producer, Tim Barnes, at Tim Barnes 451 And you can, uh, you can shout out to Bowen, who does our, our song, our, our song, the song, Miss our You, song. off of his EP Pale Machine that we use as our theme song at uh, waypoint.zone slash B-O-E-N. You can find everything we do at waypoint.advice.com, at bastionfucks.com. <laughs> Good. Good. <laughs> yeah, Patrick just gave up on life. There what? That was a lot of notebooks. Uh, and and, and a, billion <laughs> other, a billion other websites, links, referrals. Oh, good. Uh, I think it's going to do Happy for Valentine's us. Day, Happy Valentine's Day, everybody. Happy Valentine's Day, everybody. Bastion Fox. Bastion Fox. <laughs> Have a good week. We will see you on Friday. Peace. <laughs>
You've saved, you've researched, and you've invested all that you can. Now it's time to take those investments to the next level by using the brand behind every great investor, Yahoo Finance. As America's number one finance destination, Yahoo Finance has everything you need, whether you're a seasoned trader or just dipping your toes into the market. Join the millions of investors who trust Yahoo Finance to guide them on their financial journey. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit yahoofinance.com, the number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com.